Hello and welcome to the Articulera. My name is Koshi Kanchibotla and I will be one of your hosts today. I'm a senior at American High School and this will be our fifth episode. As mentioned in the last episode, we are trying something new. We tried bi-monthly episodes for this month. So this is our second episode for the month of February. Um, however, this episode will be more serious when compared to our last episode. We will be covering the topic of Black History Month, as well as the struggles and the general experience surrounding weight loss. So starting us off, we have MC and Harita exploring a few books and movies centered around Black people. Hi everyone, my name is MC and I'm a senior at American High School. Hi everyone, my name is Haritha Rajasekhar and I'm a junior at American High School. Today, in honor of Black History Month, we're going to focus on movies and novels focused on African American representation. Let's start off with the movies. The first movie is basically something everyone is familiar with, but the impact of the movie held is one everyone should know about. So, first on our list, we have Black Panther. It has a 96% positive rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Now, this movie surrounds the story of a Wakandan king and enemy who fights him for the throne. I'm sure everyone's familiar with this movie, but its impact is so substantive. The movie also focuses on the technologically advanced land of Wakanda and the beauty of family. Now, Black Panther is a movie that really appreciates the richness of Black culture and emphasizes the quality of representation in media. The cast is composed of mainly Black artists further displaying inclusivity in media. The movie also dismisses the idea of what many classify as the one-sided story. It shows that countries composed of minorities are knowledgeable, skilled, and advanced in all aspects, and they're not always what is portrayed by the media or what is fed to us by um, those who are the majority. The next movie we're going to talk about is Moraine's Black Bottom, a movie released quite recently on Netflix. Now, this movie has a 98% positive rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It focuses on the blues singer Moraine and her band who meet at a recording studio in late 1920s Chicago. It highlights the powerful story of Black performers and their impact on the musical world. And, I mean, what this movie really allows is a much deeper insight on the struggles faced by Black musicians and how they came to thrive from it. Again, with a cast that is composed mainly of talented actors such as Viola Davis and the late Chadwick Boseman. The movie really gives audience exposure to increased representation and diverse narratives. Now let's move on to books. The first book we're going to talk about is Beloved by Toni Morrison. Now this was a book published in 1987 and it's set in the post-Civil War era. It's inspired by Margaret Garner who was famous for killing her own daughter rather than allowing the child to be born into slavery. So the plot is a bit convoluted, but essentially the story takes place in 124, a house haunted by the ghost of a murdered baby. It revolves around the character Satha, a former slave and her past memories. You find out later, and spoiler warning, that she attempted to murder her kids and herself to escape a slave owner, but only managed to kill her toddler. Some more events happen, and this woman named Beloved shows up, and after a while, everyone starts suspecting that she's the ghost of the murdered toddler. So people try to chase the ghost away, and after a brief encounter, the members of 124 and the community around them have been freed from Beloved and begin to move forward into a different life. 
Now, this book is substantial in highlighting the struggles faced by African Americans post-slavery. The narrative diminishes the presumption that life after slavery was glorified, and it really depicts the struggles and hardships of a young woman in post-slavery discriminatory America. The novel is symbolic for really diversifying perspectives and diversifying the narratives that are being told, and one that everyone should read to broaden their horizons and horizons and perspectives, and really learn more about the struggles truly faced by African Americans. Now, the next book we are going to talk about is Their Eyes Were Watching God. Now, this is actually a book that you read in your 12th grade of high school if you're taking the normal curriculum. And the plot revolves around a girl named Jamie who goes through her life having many husbands. There's a lot of symbolism in the book between natures and trees with Janie's idea of love. So, in total, Janie has married three men, all of which treat her differently. The first is extremely old and treated Janie really well, but wanted her to take part in his labor as a farmhand. He was what some may call a safe option, and Janie's grandma had forced her to marry him, but Janie wanted freedom. So she runs off, finds this other man with larger than life ambitions, and he leads her to this new town and he becomes the mayor, but he ends up keeping Janie as a trophy wife, objectifying her heavily not allowing her to take part in any social events, having her uh, by his side as this prize. Now he eventually dies, and Janie finally meets someone who treats her as a human being. This book is significant because not only does it show the struggles of African Americans, it focuses predominantly on African American women. No one in the novel has treated our main character, Janie, as a human being, except for her last husband and her best friend. Not even her grandma, who seems to have a sense of internalized racism. Now, those are all the books and movies we're going to talk about today, and we really encourage you to go out and read these novels and be exposed to these movies just to gain more understanding of the African-American community and learn more about what you can do to diminish senses of racism and really encourage anti-racism in our community today. Alright guys, thank you for tuning into this segment and we hope you enjoyed. Thank you. Thank you, MC and Harita. Um, out of the four, I have watched Black Panther and read Beloved because of school, but watching Ma Rainey's Black Bottom and reading Their Eyes for Watching God is now on my to-do list. Moving on, Krish will be talking about his personal experience with weight loss. Hello there, my name is Krish Angadala. I'm a junior, and today we're going to talk about specifically my experiences with uh, body weight, body image, and my struggles to reduce weight, and in talking about this in the hopes that anybody who is also struggling with the same problem will be able to relate, and also to help me get this off my chest, and it's because it's a problem I face for all my life, and uh, yeah, so let's get into it. So a couple problems that have come up with this, especially insecurities, as we all do have. Um, I felt, felt it really hard to make friends, mainly because I had gotten bullied because of my weight. Athleticism was a huge problem. It could never match up with that. 
can never run fast, never jump high, never play hard. Due to the weight, I had to deal with that for a lot of my life. Um, and that generally did not make, make, made it harder for me to make friends. I had to, couldn't find people who didn't, who didn't want to play with the guy who sucked at playing games. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it was hard making friends. And it also added on to the fact that I kept moving a lot, especially in, up until about fifth grade. I had moved to about 10 schools by then. So it was really, really hard to make friends. I never really had a group of friends that I could actually hang out with and talk to for a while until recently. Thank you. Um, a lot of family made it hard talking to family, especially because first thing that would have been brought up every time I go to any family meeting or any, not family meeting per se, like family get togethers or just like get togethers with family friends was the weight was always a problem. I felt like I couldn't eat what I wanted to. Like I had, I intentionally had to eat as small as possible just to, um, you know, see that like, hey, that's to like, I wouldn't be called out like, why is he eating so much? Something like that. And it was, that was a lot of, that was a big pressure for me. Like I couldn't just be normal when I wanted to. And not to the fact, and then that also had, to, I had to come to terms with that. I had to come to terms with the fact that I have to lose weight. I had to work hard to do that. I had to do things. I had to push myself. If I, had to, if I couldn't push myself, I had to have other other people push me, which is what my dad did. I had to start, I started like seriously working out. There were times where I was like, I worked out and then I kind of like just stopped for a good month and I started again. It wasn't really working. So my dad really, really helped me push myself to, you know, lose weight. Although I wasn't really losing weight per se, I did look, I was skinnier and I definitely had built up a good amount of athleticism. And that's also one of the reasons why I I was able to more confidently be able to, you know, try out for sports. Like I, I made the volleyball team and other things. So doing that, coming to terms with the fact that I was overweight and I need to do something about it did help me push myself to what I needed to do in the future. And finally, I have to, as a person, I still have to come to terms with that. I will always be, have high body fat. It's, have, it's been in my family for a while. Most of my family members have that. My grandpa had it, my mom has it, my uncles have it. I have to deal with that. I have to still deal with those facts and I have to still push myself to still lead a healthy lifestyle. And though that I think that was hard for me to accept and deal with, I think it's easier now after all this time to do so. So yeah. And that sums it up. I think it's always nice to know that you aren't the only one to suffer from blank problem. And if any of this has helped you in any way possible, that would be amazing. And I think everyone needs to know that there's always someone to talk to who is willing to listen to help. Thank you for listening. My name is Krishan Gandala. I'm a junior. And uh, thank you for listening again. Thank you so much, Krish. I know opening up about weight loss isn't easy, and for that, I am glad you chose this platform to do so. Now, on to our last segment. Sabiha will be doing a quick recap of Black History Month and what exactly Black History Month is. Hello, everyone. 
everyone. My name is Tamia Jamil and I'm a current sophomore. I'm a part of the RTQ Alera podcast team and in honor of Black History Month, this segment will just be a quick recap of Black History Month and it's like overall importance and like why we should care about it. So let's just get into it. So for a bit of background, Black History Month is the whole month of February and it's just kind of honoring black people and, you know, realizing their struggles and what they went through as well as appreciating their, um, you know, achievements in society as well as prominent black figures and events that happened in their history. So yeah, and it was first um, actually issued as Black History Week and in 1976 the president at the time created it and named it Black History Month and issued the whole month of February to be that. And pretty much the goal of it was to kind of inform the public and just the people, schools, and everyone about black people and tell them about the rich history and the heritage as well as like all the struggles they went through and the achievements and all that kind of information and to kind of like stabilize like I guess the society and like kind of say that hey black people are like the same as white people and you know they have like the same accomplishments and like the same like to kind of help spread and preach equality as well as diminish segregation so that was kind of an effort at that time and even today it's like to preach equality and it can also be called African American History Month, that's another name, and it's observed by the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, and the Netherlands. And as I mentioned before, there are so many important events and people in this month, and just in Black history in general, that I wish I could go over, but due to the sake of time, I'll only be going over a few. One important event is, um, Massachusetts granting African Americans the right to vote in 1780. This was super important because it was a revolutionary moment in which, um, you know, all African Americans were able to vote as this was Massachusetts was the last state that allowed that and it kind of from that point onward things were kind of getting better like don't get me wrong there was still segregation but equality was getting a little bit better and society was bettering a little bit little by little. Something else that's important was the slave revolt in Louisiana in 1811. This was pretty important because this was one of the last slave revolts by the people and the slaves, you know, wanting rights. And after this, their, you know, protests and revolts worked as they were granted, you know, freedom. And there was still obviously segregation and mistreatment and marginalized, you know, people in society. But this was kind of like a kind of a small win for the slaves. And the last event I'll talk about is the last known slave ship that arrived to the United States in 1859. This was pretty important because it was the last, I guess, known event of slavery. And after this, like, you know, slavery ended. And there's still other, like, you know, mistreatment and racism that went on. But it was kind of like a small improvement from the slavery and the cruelty that was happening to the slaves from previously. And for important events, Rosa Parks is, of course, one like the most one of the most prominent Black figures. She it was a civil um, civil right activist. To her whole life, she worked to get rights for the African Americans and fight against segregation and you know equal rights for everyone. By most famously known by her, you know, but like what she did on the bus when she didn't give up and stood for her rights. It's just so like so inspiring to see her story and fighting for what she believes in. So she's definitely an iconic figure. 
Someone else who's really important is Langton Hughes, who was a Harlem Renaissance poet, novelist, playwright, who pretty much wrote about the struggles of the African American community in his art, and he kind of preached it to the public in that way, and that was super creative. And the last person was Jackie Robinson, who was the first black basketball, sorry, baseball player, who um, he kind of defeated the, you know, norms of races like you know at the time it was just white people who played sports and he really revolutionized that and said that you know it doesn't matter what color you are it's like as long as you're passionate and because of him today like we have so many different sports with so many different races and people from so many different backgrounds and religion and culture and it's beautiful to see what kind of impact he had so yeah so that's pretty much it and um we can honor black history month in like a lot of ways we can support a black business visit a black history or civil rights museum in like your area donate to a black organization and or become a part of a black organization so yeah and like overall i just want to mention that you know we should like respect and treat the black community with equality like all months of the year and all times of the year but like the month of february which is black history month is like a special time to honor them and truly like acknowledge them and what they've been through and all that you know all of their achievements and what they've accomplished and truly recognizing that so february is a special time to recognize that and all that they went through but we should obviously like continuously like treat them with so much love and respect as well as all other races throughout the whole year this month is just especially to honor them so i just wanted to like you know mention that so pretty much that kind of brings me to the end of my segment here and i hope you enjoyed and hopefully like learned a thing or two about this topic and so yeah so that's pretty much it and thank you so much for tuning in i hope you have a good day bye that brings us to the end of this episode thank you sabiha and thank you everyone else for listening if you have any segments you would like to see here, please reach out to us via Instagram or Gmail. You can find that information in the description and have a great day.